0: Yeah, the last two movies I saw were The Northman, um, and The Bad Guys, and I squeezed in everything everywhere all at once again, because, of uh, everything everywhere all at once, again. Uh, I squeezed that in again, because, uh, it's really an amazing it has so many layers, like, it's a horror movie. A comedy, a drama, an action movie and uh everything in between. An adventure. You know, it's uh I mean it's 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 intense and kooky and I had to see it again. Um, can't wait for it to be streaming because uh it's one of my favorite movies now. Uh, I think it's cracked the top twenty. Whatever that top 20 is, I'd have to sit down and obviously reflect on it. But I mean, um, my top 20 isn't like phenomenal to others, it's just what I like. Like, I could throw a few out there: Uh, Akira, Donnie Darko, um, Blue Velvet. Silence of the Lambs, um, Seven, Kung Fu Pandas, it's random, anyway, um, the reason I went to see the bad guys was because I saw the North. so there's the connection, because here's the thing, um, I like dark, gritty, disturbing films, uh, you know, I used to be into the Takashi Miike movies back in the early 2000s. With the, you know, like, his movies are fucked up. Like, if you watch Ichi the Killer, that was a fucked up movie. And, you know, back then it was kind of cool and, like, watched them over and over again, but, uh, you know, right now, after the way life has kind of been the last few years, like, uh you know, I mean, The Northman felt like a horror film. It, it it definitely felt like a horror film. And, uh, I love seeing Bjork in it, and I love Bjork's get up and uh, her performance, too. Uh, I, I think, as a creative person, like, uh, her in that movie, Dancing in the Dark, Dancing in the Dark was fucking unbelievable. And, uh, I mean,. Her performance in that movie is unbelievable. It's really, uh, incredible. So, anyway. Um, and Alexander Skarsgård was great in it. I mean, the movie was, it's kind of weird to say a movie's good when, you know, first of all, it takes place like a long time ago, and it, <laughs> it had that long time ago vibe to it. And it had, you know, the director's kind of dark panache. Like, he's working in color now. And this shit is still, like, it's borderline black and white. I mean, you know. um, And it's interesting, because he's doing his stuff in old historical settings. You know, in this case, like, the Icelandic mythology that, uh, I suppose, influenced. Shakespeare's Hamlet, um, but it was definitely grim. And even though I, I, I sort of remembered Hamlet, and um, I mean, it was just like this is fucked up. Um, it was, you know, and I feel like I really need to see it again, but I don't know when that opportunity will arise to kind of you know, how I internalize it. And it's a very awkward counterpoint because it's a counterpoint to me seeing, you know, everything everywhere all at once, which I guess due to the comedic nature of some of this stuff, like, you know, the guy who played Dada in the Goonies, just beating people's asses with a fanny pack. I mean, and he's looking pretty professional doing it. So, um, it just has, like, you know, the butt plug thing, the guy fighting with the butt plug, the hot dog finger motherfuckers, like, it's just shot out, so it kind of, like, it's so shot out that it kind of balanced itself out in terms of, like, an overall experience, whereas, like, the Northman was rough. Like, it was just, like, it was just crazy. Um, the lighting in the movie it set a certain kind of mood, you know, the target the objectives, his little chant you know, avenge his father, save his mother, kill his uncle, you know, that type of deal. And, you know, it just didn't obviously pan out that simply for him. It was just grim. It was grim in a grim way, which, you know. In terms of the modern times and you know, hypertext and hyperbole yeah new level or, you know, someone might call me being extra for saying it was grim on a grim level but it was grim on a grim level it was uh, I mean I did enjoy the violence um, but it was it was uh, it was rough um, and and it's not to say that in a negative sense because like you know I saw the movie hereditary I was forced to see it again and then you know I'm just not watching it the girl was creepy as hell like she just looked fucking crazy and weird as fuck and with that music and that story it just did not help like it was wow like I, I don't want to see that movie too many fucking times in life <laughs> <laughs> you know it's the same reason why several years ago I chose Shazam over uh, <laughs> uh, Pet Cemetery. like yo I just need to Lighthearted fair that's like, you know, flashy enough, but dumb enough not to make me doubt my existence any more than I already have. Having gone through all that shit we've all gone through the last few years, it's just like, dude, um, it's a mood. It's a mood, you know? Just like, I I want to see Hereditary in the theater, you know? I like a good fucked up movie, but uh, you know, just can't quite take them like I used to. Uh, I, I think it's fair to say I, I could call it a good movie, but it's a mood thing. You know? And it, in the audience, I really don't expect it to be wide in the first place when you're looking at the content. The old Icelandic mythological tale of a vengeful Viking. You know, know, prince, but still, I mean, the minute they, they murder his father, you know, he's on the run, uh, you know. no you know, they're like, whatever. And they thought he was dead anyway. But, I mean, it was shot out, definitely. Uh, but it's a movie. If, if you're not in a mood for a dark, murderous, brooding type, dark, lighting type movie, it's probably not for you. I actually want to see it again um, to mull it over better. You know, I'm not saying it's comparable to Hereditary. By the way, people refer to lots of weird, dumb shit. Land. No, I'm just saying, like Hereditary is my example of. If you ask me, is it worth seeing? I'd say yes or maybe or it depends on you, because you know, The Northman's not for everyone. And even everything, everywhere, all at once isn't for everyone, but it's for a much, much broader audience. So, um, and again, that's not a knock on the door. I I enjoyed it to the degree you could actually enjoy something so miserable, you know. You can enjoy the representation of the performance of that misery. There's no detracting from that. But, you know, does it actually bring me joy or entertain me to do something that sad? Uh, Hmm i don't know i mean there's a you know there's a emotion for everything so there is a mood for it but not something i'd want to see like half a dozen times or something that's just my opinion and because i saw it and it was so dark and dreary and traumatic and fucked up i went to see the bad guy so i could have a cheap laugh and feel better and it worked it was, it was funny in its own little hurt way, like you got the, you know, you got the wolf, you know, the head of the bad guy team, and boy, the snake, and, you know, their homegirl, the tarantula, you know, you got Piranha, who's just really fucking hilarious, and you got Shark, who's also kind of funny, and, I mean, they're all kind of funny, and they're, you know, they're stealing shit, and they're doing their thing, and, it was just fun. Like, it didn't expand my consciousness. It didn't, you know, make me aware of the dreariness of the world and how bleak and fucked up everything is. It was just funny. And that's what I needed. So, I mean, there's a reason I say this all the time. You know, there's 8 billion of us, you know, 8 billion pairs of eyes, you know, 8 billion perspectives on existence, on things, you know. And the thing about it, that's, uh, relatively problematic, it's just that, you know, there's a, you know, there's someone out there who hears what Justin Bieber's trying to say, and it might not reach me, or it might not reach you, but it might reach them, and vice versa, someone might feel what Guar is saying, and you're like, how could you feel that, but, you know, I personally enjoyed Guar a lot, I was very sad when the died, um, Because, you know, I don't know, right? I needed that niche of just weirdness and fucked upness and and bugging outness. You know, just wilding out energy. And, uh, I feel like I got that uh, from Guar and I I got that from the bad guys. You know, that's why those movies exist, man. You know, for every The Northman, you need a bad guy movie. Okay, life is tough, but it's not that bad. I mean, you know that's actually the one thing I miss about cinema, you know. People like the dark and gritty, you know, and I do too. I, I like Spider Man the no Way Home, I liked the Batman, but you know, and I, I like the Northman, but um you need a counterbalance or something, man. Like even even Spider Man kinda had that, but you know. It wasn't. It's as, as funny as the other Spider-Man. You know that that's always kind of what was the Leverage Spider-Man had. Otherwise, it'd be really grim. And it's cool that they're portraying heroes, you know, realistically and all that. But you know, the pendulum's got to swing back to something more fun, man. Like you can have some fun and still be fucked up. I mean, maybe look at James Gunn a little bit. Like you know, I saw several episodes of uh what is that show called? The Peacemaker, and you know, like when when uh, Peacemaker's popping shit about Batman. I mean, I've been saying that shit for years. My heroes in general. I mean, I stopped popping shit about superheroes when Mark Millar was published. Whenever the fuck that was, that guy's great. Um, he writes all these like fucked up superhero stories. You know, he created Kickass, blah blah blah. You know, it's. Uh, M-I-L-L-A-R Mark M-A-R-K I believe you can google him or whatever the fuck but he did a lot of cool stuff so he changed that you know he created that that space for talking about it I mean even Kevin Smith you know, he's talking about <laughs> I don't know what movie it was uh, you're talking about like uh, Superman busting a nut or something killing the killing uh, Lois because he got super sperm and whatever the fuck. That shit's funny. But, you know, I mean, that's kind of where a lot of the, the hero stories are going. It's this is ultra uh, realism, not in terms of what occurs, but in terms of their reaction to it, what we would expect the reaction to it to be. And also just the whole, you know, you're a superhero, but you, you can never talk to your friends again, and no one can ever know who the fuck Peter Parker is. Uh, that was some sort of spoiler. I mean, it's very big, but the, the moral story Peter Parker always gets is, and, you know, uh, a lot of these stories, you know, it's just kind of, like, depressing, man. You know? And, uh... I mean, Hollywood's about selling us fantasies, but, like, you know, come on. Uh Look at the fucking, um... The Avengers and all that shit, like the thing with Thanos. I mean, okay, they're fighting a guy who basically wants to commit genocide on an intergalactic cosmic level. What people say Marvel uh, because Disney bought them now. They're family entertainment, which is why people have to put pins on the Disney Plus accounts so that you know their kids didn't start watching the fucking Punisher. Which, by the way, I saw a few episodes of that too, and I was dissing with uh, Marvel and stuff. I mean, that guy was a pretty good Punisher. I, I don't know how great he is because I've seen the episodes, but he was pretty fucking good. Um, he was pretty ruthless. I mean, I love the Garth this run on the Punisher, and I think that would be like just do the Punisher Barracuda series. series. Barracuda's like I an mean, enemy. He's like this fucking really crazy mercenary and him and the Punisher go at it. It's so fucking good. It's so awesome. Um, but they, they should just totally take the Barracuda story and make a movie out of it with the Punisher. Because, uh, I mean, the Punisher is like, you know, Batman, but like saying, I'm gonna fucking kill you. And, uh, That's intense, You know? <laughs> you know? It's weird I'm advocating for the Punisher while talking about Happy Movies, but listen, listen, that's the point, man. Too much realism. Too much, man. Like, Hollywood's real about creating fantasies and they fantastic and everybody's beautiful. But, you know, I mean, can't you make us laugh more? Like, Deadpool did that. Motherfuckers got killed in Deadpool in obscene fashion. But it was also funny. You know? Like, even in a movie like Dead Man, which, uh, that's one of my favorite Johnny Depp movies. Um, there was some funny shit in that movie, man. And it was kind of dark in its own way, um, but it, it had some really funny shit. It's a good movie. Um, I mean, Northman depressed me so much that I literally was like, I need to step out of my comfort zone and just watch something. Not stupid, per se, um, but not necessarily something I'm about, so. The Bad Guys was funny, it was a good healing experience after the North uh, you know, sometimes a sequence of food you eat might determine you know, which food you think is, oh, well, I'll eat this once in a week. And you're like, well, I could eat that again, you know? It's just that type of scenario. Anyway, um, I do intend on seeing the Northland again. Maybe I can be more detailed in my description of the film, but I mean, basically, man, when something makes you that sad after you watch it, it made me so sad that the bad guy, you know, to put a smile on my face. You know, it'd be like seeing Zootopia after you see Hereditary. Um, you know the counterbalance and stuff sometimes you know it just comes down to a feeling it's not even called that was a great uh, the film was directed superbly and what a great screenplay nah I'm, I'm a simple creature i saw us and captain marvel like on the same day that was a bad idea and, and i saw us first i think and it just made captain marvel seem so much better us was just messed up. Um I'm not saying it sucked. <sighs> um Wow. Hello? Oh sorry about that shit. Um I'm not saying it sucked, I'm just saying, you know, it um I mean Captain Marvel was such lighthearted fair relative to us, and it also was, uh, funny, <laughs> the scrawls were funny, that one scrawl was hilarious, man, that guy was hilarious, so it's like, uh, you know, sometimes when you go for the jugular too much, uh, you actually kill your target, but, you know, you don't want to kill the audience with a sense of dread so vast. They have to counterbalance it with uh, <laughs> something else. Or maybe you do. Maybe you do. Maybe that's the point. All these forms of expression need a space in the world. Just like they need a space within their nuts, whether they're negative or positive. We need to give those facets of ourselves space so that as a living organism we are in some form of balance, which means we're aware of our darker impulses. We're also aware what brings us joy and happiness is you know awareness is really the first principle step to balance even if you're hearing this from a balanced entity that does not make it any less true. BAM! <laughs> anyway, um, sorry for that technical difficulty. And, you know, it's just my take on everything. And that's all it is. You know? That's, that's all it is. Oh, and currently, just a little sports tidbit. Um. I think that, uh, The Boston Celtics defense is a beautiful thing to behold. Um, Aside from the fact that uh, the net star player was, you know, fatigued, he also, you know, had a defense swarming on him, uh, the likes of which he probably hasn't seen in years. uh, They just did a great job. They looked like, you know, vintage, old, you know, Celtics. Like, you know, even going back to, like, the IT days. And Isaiah Thomas was their point guard. Uh, they always play relatively well, and uh, it's just funny you, you see them playing like this, and you're like, dude, you were on that team. Meaning Kyrie Irving. I'm not gonna go crazy about the sports thing. I know sports is I just I like the movement and motion of basketball. It's relatively fast paced And uh, anyway, whatever. We like what we like. The point being, Boston is pretty incredible um, defensively, and I think they're gonna have a really hard time with that Giannis Antetokounmpo. I hope I said that right. But Giannis, my God, that's a scary player, man. Seriously, he's really fantastic. Anyway. I'm gonna go get some sun. Uh, check out the Northmen uh, if you like dark cinema or just cinema that's like really freaking dreary. Um, I enjoyed the bad guys. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what else to say. I, it's not that I feel guilty, I feel slightly guilty, but I mean, I was that traumatized by the North. Anyway. This is the fact, Addy. It's enough of my bullshit for now. I'm out. Uh, take care and much love to you all. Be safe out in this crazy world.